Welcome to the Let's Ditch Misophonia podcast. I'm your host, Brooklyn, and I'm sharing how unconscious reprogramming helped me eliminate my own misophonia after more than 20 years of suffering. I'm also sharing how I support my clients using the same tools and modalities to help them lessen trigger sounds, alleviate the suffering they experience from misophonia, and create more joy in their lives. My degree in communication, coupled with my training and certification in working with the unconscious mind, creates a coaching environment with a unique approach to get you results. So with that being said, let's dive into the show. Hello, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today I am excited because I have created something that is, other than the podcast, it is the most valuable, comprehensive, free resource that I've ever created for the Misophonia community. And I am so excited for you to get your hands on the 26 Strategies for Misophonia Relief Guidebook. My VA and I have worked so hard on really just taking everything inside my brain, getting it out on paper, and putting it into this really easy to use, easy to implement guidebook. This is something that we've put a lot of thought into, put a lot of time into, and I'm just so grateful that the idea came to me to put this thing together. And I know that you're really, really going to enjoy it. So I cannot wait for you to get your hands on it. And because I'm so excited with the launch of this resource, I'm actually going to use today's podcast episode to walk you through some of what is inside this guidebook. And again, this thing is completely free. Like you just put in your email and then I will send you this guidebook. So if you want to get your hands on it, go to the show notes, click the link in the show notes, download the guidebook, and I'm going to walk you through some of the strategies that are in there today and kind of expand even beyond what is inside the guidebook. So you get an idea of what you are getting and what this resource is really like. So like I said, I'm just, I'm so excited. And this guidebook has some of the exact strategies that I use to eliminate my own misophonia. And these are also strategies that I've used in other areas of my life. So last week's episode talking about medical anxiety, some of those same strategies that I talked about are in this guidebook. These are the same strategies and techniques that I am coaching my clients through to support them in getting relief too. So this thing is packed full of value. And it's also broken up into five sections. So we have becoming an observer of your thoughts, interrupting the pattern, turning it into a game, reprogramming your mind, and then coping mechanisms if needed. So each section is aligned with specific strategies to support you when you're feeling triggered so you can shift your focus and help your mind see that it's okay to feel safe in the presence of these noises. So like I said, we're going to go through some of the strategies that are in this guidebook, which again, link in the show notes to get your hands on it. And I'm just going to go through one strategy, at least one strategy from each of the five sections. So we're going to start with become an observer of your thoughts. And we're going to start with number one, because where else would we start other than right at the beginning? So the first strategy 
is dismissing thoughts that aren't useful. So I want to provide some clarification around this. We are not deciding if these thoughts that come up for us when we're triggered, we're not deciding if they're right or wrong. We're not determining if they're true or false. We're simply just deciding, are they useful? And if not, what are we going to do about it? So let's say that you hear someone make a noise and the thought is, oh my God, this person is so annoying. Well, in order to determine if a thought is useful, it's helpful to think about what is your end goal or what would you like to experience instead? So maybe the goal is to feel calm, to feel safe, to feel unbothered when in the presence of this particular noise. And so the thought, oh my gosh, this person is so annoying, is that going to help you get to that goal or get to that experience of being unbothered, of feeling calm at ease? Likely not. So this would be an example of a thought that is not very useful. So with these thoughts, we can figuratively slam the door closed on these thoughts, showing mind that we are not interested in pursuing these thoughts. We are not interested in continuing the spiral and feeding into this thought or this belief. So what I teach my clients is you can make this even more powerful by like physically moving your hand. So like, let's say that thought pops up for you of, oh my gosh, they're so annoying. Having a second to observe that thought and say, you know what? That's not very helpful. That's not a very useful thought. I am dismissing this thought. And as you say that, I'm dismissing this thought, literally even waving your hand, like doing the motion as if you're slamming a door closed. If you're a visual person, maybe you can see in your mind that door slamming shut. If you are an auditory person, can you hear the door slamming closed on this thought? Make this as real as you can to really show mind, this is not something that is serving us. This is not something that we are going to pursue. Another trick, and this is actually something that one of my therapists shared with me a long, long time ago, probably at least 10 years ago at this point. She taught me this amazing trick for clearing your mind. And again, this works really well if you are a visual person. When you've identified that thought and you've decided, okay, this isn't very useful, this isn't serving me, you can place that thought on a cloud, like an imaginary cloud in front of you, and just allow that cloud to float out of you out of mind. And again, this is just one of seven, or no, sorry, one of six strategies in this section. There are four other sections. There's 26, maybe even 27. There might even be a bonus strategy in there. This is just one of the six strategies in this section. And as you go through this guidebook, I really encourage you to just do one thing at a time and do it more than once. Chances are it's unlikely that every single strategy in this guidebook will resonate with you. That's okay. It's an experiment for you to try these out and see what works. That's what I'm all about as a coach. Use what works and ditch the rest. So I encourage you to go through and implement these one at a time. Do them more than once because sometimes it just takes some getting used to. It's something that you haven't done before. And then you can really determine which of these are the most useful. And then you know what to kind of pull out of your back pocket when you need it. 
So moving into the next section, interrupt the pattern. Something that I talk about with my clients, and I'm sure I've mentioned this in a previous podcast episode too, is that unconscious mind doesn't necessarily distinguish between something that is actually happening and something that you are imagining. So this can often be to our disadvantage and we can use it to our advantage. So in last week's episode, I talked about using imagination for your advantage. In this case, your imagination might be working against you. So have you ever noticed that when you hear a particular trigger sound, yes, you're frustrated by it in the moment, but then even after the sound has stopped, for 10 minutes afterwards, you still find yourself really angry at that sound or even at the person who made it. It's because you're still thinking about that noise. And so your mind is registering that noise as still happening. And because your mind is identifying this thing as a threat, it's sending you, it's creating these emotions within you, anger, for example, because it wants you to eliminate the threat. So in this case, what we can do is we can show mind that just because we're thinking about something doesn't mean it exists. And so it's similar to the slamming the door closed. We can literally wave the hand and say out loud to yourself, it doesn't exist. Showing mind that like, yes, we're thinking of this thing, but it doesn't actually exist. It is not happening right now. And I think even in a previous podcast episode, I go a bit deeper into how you can really show mind that imagination does not necessarily mean reality. So again, that is just one of several strategies that are in this section. And we'll go on to the next one, which is turn it into a game. There are a lot of really cool strategies in this section. And this is helpful for when you are in an environment where you find yourself being triggered, but it's not necessarily an environment that you're wanting to leave. So maybe you are in a waiting room, for example, for a doctor's appointment. So in theory, you have free will. You could just get up and leave if something is bothering you, but you likely want to get through it and get to the appointment. So these are things that you can do to really just make the moment less heavy, just make it more lighter, more fun, and just intentionally distract your mind, taking the focus away from whatever has triggered you and moving it to a place that's going to just be something silly, something not as serious, to just give your nervous system a break and to get that just distraction that you need to to make it through that moment. So the one that I have in this section is when you're triggered, what words come up for you? So maybe it is stop, maybe it's sounds, maybe it's annoying, maybe it's frustrating, maybe it's gross, maybe it's disgust. What are the words that naturally come up? And then as you note each one, start spelling it backwards. So for example, if the word stop comes up in mind, okay, stop, S-T-O-P-P-O-T-S. The word annoying, A-N-N-O-Y-I-N-G, G-N-I-Y-O-N-N-A. And it's not always easy to do that, right? What it's doing is it's using your brain power and shifting away from what mind is currently focusing on and showing mind, hey, that thing's not actually useful, let's do this instead. Another thing that you can do if like spelling things backwards is really frustrating or just too difficult, you can also, or you can do both of these, you can also come up with antonyms for each word. So if you're thinking stop, okay, what's an antonym of that? Start. 
Sounds, silence, annoying, interesting, frustrating, excited, gross, delicious. I don't know, right? Like you can really just create this little game that you can engage in that again, shifts your focus away from the thing that is causing you pain and placing that attention on something that's just just silly and fun and just a bit lighter. So there's some really good strategies in that section. Let's move on though to reprogramming. So actually shifting the way that your mind is responding in particular situations to particular trigger noises, to the emotions you might experience. So let's go with this one here. Journal out anything that comes to mind in the moment when you're triggered. Bonus points if you can use pen and paper, but also a note on your phone works. We almost always have our phones with us. Most of them have a note section, right? So if that's easier, go for it. And then what you can do is you can turn these things into an EFT or emotional freedom technique or tapping script so that you can ascend those emotions, thoughts, beliefs, etc., out the door. I have worked with clients and we have a section in my signature program, Rewire Misophonia at the Source, where I support my clients in creating their own EFT sessions. And sometimes when they're sitting down to do that, they almost feel stuck. It's like they have writer's block and they can't exactly describe what it is that they experience when they're triggered. Because in that moment when they're sitting down to create it, they aren't being triggered by something. So when you can, in the moment, capture these feelings and thoughts and emotions and then go back and use that list and turn it into your script, that's going to help you create really powerful, effective, useful, and helpful EFT sessions. So this is an amazing strategy that you can use to just really increase the effectiveness of a tool that I find really, really amazing for managing and processing emotions. And if you are brand new to EFT, if you've never done it before, definitely check out the podcast episode that I have. It's a live EFT session specifically for misophonia. And I also have free EFT tutorials over on my Instagram. My handle is at Brooklyn Dish. I will put that in the show notes. And you can find some free tutorials over there as well. So now let's go into coping mechanisms. So if you've worked with me before, if you've listened to the podcast, you might know that I have mixed feelings when it comes to coping mechanisms. I think that using them makes total sense. And coping mechanisms can really help you survive. They can be super useful. And I think they become even more effective when you use them in tandem with these other strategies. So rather than solely relying on coping mechanisms, if you're able to pair these with some of these other strategies and actually reprogram the way your mind is processing sounds, then eventually you won't have such a reliance on these coping mechanisms. And again, I have a whole podcast episode that talks about that. But one of the coping mechanisms that I wanted to share is using loop earplugs. And there's a reason why I specifically like this brand, because they allow you to filter out some of the noise without completely blocking it out. And what this does is it gives you a gentler exposure to the noises. So rather than completely shutting it off and 
showing mind, hey, we're running away from this sound, it must be a threat. It's giving you gentler exposure so that you're still around these noises, you're still absorbing them, but also it's not sparking that, that adrenaline, it's not activating your nervous system in the same way. So loop earplugs can be really effective, especially, like I said, in pair with some of these other strategies. And I really like, they are a bit pricey, but I really like the Switch version because they have three noise filters built in. So rather than having to buy three different kinds of earplugs, you just move the little switch on the side and sorry if you're hearing this noise my cat has decided to be like all over me and very cuddly when i'm recording this episode anyway with the switch version it's like a little switch on the side of the earplugs and you can move between three different levels of noise reduction depending on the environment you're in so i like to use these like at concerts and loud events so when we went to the formula one the f1 race in vegas i think i had them on when we were in our regular seats, they were further away. So I think I'm, I had them on like level one. And then when Doug and I would get closer to the actual fence to see the cars up close, I would switch them to level two. Or we went to a friend's birthday party in Michigan. And when we were in the, we went to like this dance club. And when we were in the bar area, I had them on level one. And then when we actually went to the dance floor, the music's obviously much louder in there because you're right by the speakers. And so I flipped it to level two. So I just think it's really cool that you have three kinds of earplugs built into one. So at the time of recording this, I am not currently affiliated with Loop. I just genuinely enjoy these earplugs. It took me way too long to get myself a pair, but I think they're really amazing. And you know, personally, I don't really, I don't use them for misophonia. Actually, I did talk about an episode where I went to a business conference in California and how just all of the noise in that room was so loud and overwhelming that I did pop in these earplugs for about an hour or so and it just gave my nervous system the reset that it needed. They are amazing. So typically I just use these earplugs for like loud events, concerts and things like that. However, I did use them in that case at the business conference and also these are earplugs that I have actually sent some of these to my clients and they really enjoy them as well. So at the time of recording this, I'm not currently affiliated with Loop, but I am working on getting an affiliate link because gosh darn it, if I'm going to talk about their product, I should get some money for that. So uh, I will have it in the show notes, the link to purchase those if I have my affiliate link by the time this comes out. So just know at the time of recording, not an affiliate. By the time you're listening to this, I might be an affiliate. Either way, though, I genuinely really think these are an amazing set up your plugs. So there is that. All right. And let's see, did we go through every section? We went through coping mechanisms. We went through reprogramming, turning it into a game, interrupting the pattern. Did we do interrupting the pattern? Yes, we did. And we did becoming an observer of your thoughts. So again, these are just some of the strategies that are inside this guidebook. It's full of 26, maybe more, of some of the exact strategies that I've used to get relief and the same strategies that my clients are using as well. Again, my VA and I have really put in a lot of work to make sure this is a really valuable, amazing resource for you. And I just... You know, my mission is to support as many people as possible in lessening their suffering from misophonia. 
And to be able to provide something like this free of charge is very, very exciting and something I'm very grateful that I'm able to do. And I, like I said, I just can't wait for you to get your hands on it. So if you want to get the 26 strategies for misophonia relief guidebook, check out the show notes. This is available for all ages. And yeah, again, it's just an email and I will send you the guidebook. So I want to thank you for taking time to listen to this podcast episode. Whether or not you get the guidebook, I just gave you five of the strategies from the book that you can start using right now. And if you want to dive even deeper, of course, check the show notes. And I want to thank you again for just listening to this podcast, sharing it with those who need it. And I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Let's Ditch Misophonia podcast. I couldn't do this without your support, so be sure to subscribe and leave a review. Doing so helps others find this podcast and start their journey to relief too. And of course, if you'd like to continue working with me, always check the show notes for the latest updates on the programs I offer, and you can visit rewiremisophonia.com. Catch you in the next episode.